been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. Oh, welcome back, guys. Where we are currently discussing who could possibly be coach of the year, and well, it started to get very of, first hot. First of all, so. first of all, big shout out to our person that's been on our podcast, Casey Dykes, who is now officially yes. a coach on the New York Yankees. MLB's roster. I did shoot him a text saying, so congratulations from the Everything Goes podcast. Maybe we will see him after the holidays. We'll have to run it by his his new team because, you know, he's in the Yankees now, so that's a big thing. But That's a big deal, too, to be called up. Congrats to him. That is. Absolutely. Yeah, that is. I'd be nervous. I mean, you go from doing – I think what's cool is you go from AAA where you have guys that obviously can go up to the pros, but now you go to the pros and you're dealing with guys like Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, yes. Luke Voigt, you know, big boys. Yeah, but it also, it's awesome, Ram. I'm I'm so proud of him. I, I mean, it's awesome that uh, we actually had someone on that is going big time, following yeah. his dreams, yeah. making making changes for the Yankees now. So if the Yankees don't don't do what we think they're gonna do, we can always hit them up and say, "Yo, <laughs> want to come on and talk about this?" <laughs> yep. So Please. as we get into this, I guess the great definition in my eyes of Coach of the year. Oh, here we go. Coach of the year, yes. in, in my eyes, would be a coach that has taken his team to the elite level to get to the playoffs, to get to a run of the Super Bowl. Maybe a coach that his team wasn't that great last year. I threw out the name Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, I, they missed the playoffs last year. He turns it around. Kyler Murray's playing well. They're ten and four. Lost two in a row. They're probably going to lose the the West lead. That's the coach of the year to me. You know, when you throw names out there like Dan Campbell, who has three <laughs> wins of the year. But see, as see, you won't understand this because you're not a coach. There we go. But see, as a coach, you, you look at the whole thing. You look at the whole spectrum. I mean, you have a coach that had a team that didn't have a win halfway through the season. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? That team never quit. That, that, that mm-hmm. chemistry, that locker room, that to me, that is a good sign of a good coach. A team that is struggling to produce wins, but they still stick together and they work hard and work their asses off for the coach, to me, that's coach of the year. <laughs> I mean, you, you throw, you throw who, I mean, who can you give it to? McCarthy? Big deal. You have a loaded team. Mike McCarthy, okay, you know, yeah, but somebody, I laughed initially at that. I maybe Lafleur, especially if like the Packers went yeah, out. That's but, someone, but definitely. But to me, someone like the the coach of the Bengals, the coach of the Eagles. These are no, I mean, even Frank no. Wright, the coach of the Colts. Yep. Start out zero three. Look what the production is now. Colts, I, mean, I would consider, but when you have teams okay, like the, the Eagles, they're seven and seven. I like, mean, now you said Mike McCarthy. The Lions roster. Go ahead. By the way, the Lions roster is trash. Absolutely. And so what Campbell and, is doing is impressive. I think they can beat. They play the Falcons this weekend. I think they can beat them on the road. In 15 weeks yeah, into the crazy. season, you still see these guys flying around the field trying to get a win for their coach. And look how excited they were when they won and they beat Arizona. Don't get me wrong. I think but, I think Dan Campbell is an amazing coach. I think he will be an amazing coach. I love the way that he constantly puts into his team that we will never stop fighting. But I think when you have a coach that has three wins on the doesn't year, matter to me. you do not give him that award. It doesn't matter you to do me. You do not give just, him that award. Just like an MVP. I don't think an MVP goes to a team that's going to the playoffs. I think you have to take every stat possible and stop favoring teams that are going to the playoffs. I, I personally think Dan Campbell's a great coach. To I, not lose that I'm team. Not saying, I, I tell a lot of people I think Dan Campbell's the, the right coach for the Lions. Like Mike McCarthy, you, the Dallas, you know, through the injuries, they had a terrible record last year. For him to bounce it back. And be where they're at now. Obviously, Dallas doesn't play Dallas later, but that's another coach you could throw in there. Mike, I, Mike I, McCarthy, uh, the coach of Green Bay, um, like Aaron but, said. But see, I disagree with you with Mike, Mike McCarthy. I, I'd give it to the, the assistant coaches. I mean, 
Quinn. More than Quinn is amazing. I mean, he's turned that defense around. I mean, I have stats right here. 13 freaking teams have brand-new defensive coordinators. Dallas is the number one right now as far as them. Last year, scoring drives alone, teams scored 43% of the time on Dallas in 2020. This year, it's only 31%. That's an 11% swing. That is higher than the next team, which is Tennessee, which is a 5% swing. Dallas's defense is is amazing right now, flying around the ball. That has nothing to do with Mike McCarthy. That has to do with the coaches. They should have multiple awards for coach. They should have defensive coach, offensive coach, and and coach of the year. Because that'd be very cool, different coaches. Yeah, especially with hirings. I just think there's more to the award. I mean, I don't think you give it to it just because they're a playoff team. Who who cares? I mean, I just think if you look at – I mean – Detroit has nothing to win, nothing to gain, nothing to – all they're doing is hurting themselves by playing I, hard and winning. They're not the number one draft pick right now. I think I think you still got to give it – at least in my opinion, I feel like it would go to a surprise team that made the playoffs. Cincinnati. Like if I, if, yeah, if I thought of Coach of the Year or the, or the Eagles if they went out, what if, what, if, what if Mike Zimmer gets his team, the Vikings, to win out? No. Is he coach of the year after they talked about firing him? Early? No, no, because no, we we no. expected Minnesota to be good. Yeah, you know, that's like the fair. Eagles, the Eagles are in a rebuild. I mean, I didn't expect the Eagles to win more yeah, than four a lot, games. A lot of us though said the Eagles on Dude. paper looked good as far as the offensive weapons they got, all the draft picks they had with Devontae Smith, you know, Rieger, the, I mean, uh, since, Goddard. Since week nine, the Eagles have the best offense in football as far as all the stats and matrix. They have the number one team and number two team. I mean, they're rushing for over 200 yards in like four or five consecutive games now. Dang. I mean, oh, wow. they're averaging over 29 points a game, I mean, other than last night. But, I mean, they're still the, – the, this is a team that's rebuilding. This isn't so uh, – Kevin Stefanski won it last year for the Browns. John that Harbaugh was a great one. See, see, that's that's a great one because Matt you have Nagy. Matt Nagy oh, won it. When did he win that? <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Okay, okay, okay. Now he's gonna be fired. That's different. The the they went the, eleven and five. I think the Browns yeah, one was. That's a great one. That's a great example because you have an organization that goes from not winning to going almost to the playoffs that year and the playoffs the year after. That's a coach coach of the year. Yeah, but you think about in my it. book, Detroit, I just don't think like Detroit, a seven seventeen that gets it. Like, Detroit I just, hasn't. I mean, Matt Stafford won more games in one season with the Rams than he did in three seasons with Detroit. I mean, you can't go off of that. I, I just go off of overall what he's doing. And, and I'm, I know I'm not right. I know it's it's never going to happen, but I just love a coach that yeah. is not going to give up. His team is fighting tooth and nail for him. I mean, they could very easily just say, screw it, let's tank. And, I, and I'm not shooting you down. I agree with you. I think Campbell is a great coach. I think he motivates that team. You could see it in the players. They desire to win. Yeah. They have the heart to win. I mean, um, just just like the MVP, it's a bullshit award. And I apologize to the NFL, but it's a bullshit award. I mean, it's going to go to a it's quarterback. A quarterback it's going to go to a quarterback again. Which is stupid because mm-hmm. you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor who is getting more touches than I've ever seen for a running back. So most valuable player on a team, to me, that's Jonathan Taylor. I don't think the Colts win half those games without Jonathan be, Taylor. It, it could be a you defensive player. You know who we're forgetting? We're forgetting a big name as coach of the year. I just thought about. Let's hear it. Bill Belichick. No, I mean that's true too. Look at where they were you at last year. So? That's a great example too. That's actually they a play, very good pick. Look where they were they at play last the year. Bills this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Look where they were at last year. They were almost last yeah. in their division, and but now they're last, nine and five. But last year they had the most players sit out last year because of COVID. Hey. They chose to sit out. Coach of the year. Oh, Turn that's that team a good around. point. Turn that team around though. Mm. You know, you go from leaving Tom Brady, Tom Brady leaves, you get Mac Jones in, you know, you you take a risk of letting Cam Newton go 
right? You got Mac Jones oh, comes yeah. in. Carolina's nine and five. Cam Newton go too. I mean, Cam Newton. No, but gone. I'm just saying at the time it was a little bit of a uh, shock. That was no when risk they, either. They, they, everyone was shocked when Cam Newton was cut by them. I mean, I don't know. By the Patriots? Yeah. I think if the Patriots cut somebody, look at Stefan Gilmore. What's he doing for the Panthers? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I would not. I mean, well, I think Cam still has something left, but I don't. I mean, didn't we just talk about Matt Rule? Speaking of like coach of the year, didn't we just talk about him last <laughs> week getting fired? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I I just look at it like this, you know, it's it's a, it's a team that, you know, I think it should be a team that you didn't expect to be there. Like we never expected Cincinnati to be almost in first place in their division. I mean, they've been fighting first place all year. I think they're in first place right now, actually. It's but yeah, I think they're tied yeah. with Baltimore. Yeah, they are. They're eight and six. Baltimore is eight and six. I mean, a team like that. But Baltimore's I mean, one and three in the division, and the Bengals are three and one. So Bengals have the number one spot there. I mean, Arizona okay. is a good one. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, I knew that everyone knew they were going to be good, but that's just a good division. I didn't think Seattle would be as bad as they are. I mean, when was the last time Russell Wilson threw a touchdown? That's very true. <laughs> I mean, they're horrible, <laughs> but you know. It's unfortunately That's a good point. It, it's gonna it's gonna go to a big name coach. Really, it really is, and it's not right. Yeah. I really don't think it's right. Yeah. Well, we talked about coach of the year. We yeah. were talking about the Lions game. I think the biggest surprise and upset of the week was the Lions beating the Cardinals thirty to twelve. The Arizona Cardinals had a chance to clinch that day, but instead they lay a goose egg. Jared Goff shows the reasons why he should still be a starter in the NFL. <laughs> do you guys think Jared? I think Jared Goff still has one more year in that contract. Do you think uh, that they should give Jared Goff another chance, like not focus on drafting a quarterback, not focus on going out and getting a quarterback, rather go get some defensive help and maybe some more offensive help? Uh, I mean, he put up three dude. touchdowns, I think almost 300 pass yards. I have it written down somewhere, but Look, he, he played dra- well. He was drafted in the first round first for round. a reason. I think he was the first pick overall, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not he's not a bad yeah. quarterback. Yeah. He's not. And I said, you look look at the Rams, right? He had so much talent around the Rams, obviously. It's like coming out of college when you have so much talent around you. You know, he, mm-hmm. I don't think he's bad. He's, he's gone, not great. He's but gone he's, to the playoffs. He's gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's gone to a Super Bowl. It was the worst Super Bowl probably in history, but. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 think you, I think you give him time. I mean, who, who, there's no big-name receivers left in Detroit. They barely have a running game. Yeah. I mean, they're all playing off of motion right now. I mean, and they have a lot of money in the cap space. So, I, mm-hmm. I think you give him time. But, but I don't think you give him the big 40 40- Plus million dollars oh, a no, year. No, no, no. You say go out there and prove it next oh, year. Gosh, and if, no. if you yeah. play well next year, you get us at least five or more so wins in this rebuilding franchise. You know, maybe we extend you and we bring you back. Yeah, they just need players. Like, just keep drafting linemen. Yeah. I don't know. They like they just and they they need playmakers too. It's yeah, that, that that's it too. Because Swift Swift hasn't been there most of the year. He's been, he's missed a lot yeah. of the year with injuries, but. You look at a game like that, thirty to twelve. You know the Cardinals come in and they were what ten and three. They had a chance to clinch, and the Lions, who had two wins at the time, one win, completely destroy them. And that to me is like, that's football right there, right? You could have the best record. That's why I love playoffs too. Like you have so many teams that are mm-hmm. seven and seven right now, right? And that's where I'm just like, I don't care what someone's record is when you get to the playoffs. It is any given Sunday that a team Absolutely. can beat somebody, and that that's a perfect example. Of a team going, yeah. you know what? Oh, this is the Lions. This should be an easy win. You see that every year. They used to happen with the Saints every year. We always had that one terrible loss where you should just completely plow over a team and then you, you throw up a goose egg. I mean, you think about <laughs> yeah, it. That... Who, who thought Jacksonville was going to be Buffalo? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's you what know? I'm saying. It, it, this is probably 
the most competitive NFL season I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. I think to this point, I think there's only one, two, three. Uh, I don't know how five. you can let yourself lose to them, though. There's only five teams like, technically eliminated in week 15. Yeah, they're saying. Yeah, if you want to be taken seriously, though, like, it, yeah, I can't see that. Uh, I, could you see the Cowboys losing to the? No, I don't even want to ask that. Losing to the Jaguars, the Jets, like the the bottom feeders. I mean, it it could happen. It really can. True. I mean, yeah, that's any given Sunday. You you look past teams. You know, coaches get complacent and say, "Hey, we're going to rest our stars today." It could mm-hmm. easily happen. I mean, you could have the worst game of your life. And once you lose momentum, momentum's an, an, it's a real big thing in, in sports. Yeah. It really is. Let me ask you guys something. I would get. Go ahead, Ace. Go ahead. Oh, Johnny would give me crap for saying that because that's like the most cliche thing I could have ever said. But it's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I've yeah, seen it yeah, firsthand. Yeah. Coaching, you see momentum. Yep, Mo- you get in people's heads, it can switch a light switch on and off in, a, in some teams in a blink of an eye. You, I mean, you like in baseball, we used to freaking – everyone knew we were going to steal bases like crazy, and they couldn't stop it. And they knew we were going to score runs by stealing bases. But nice. You, you easily can take people out of a game. And all it takes is one good hit. I mean, we've yep. seen it in so many games now. Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. Um, a team like the Arizona Cardinals, your top receiver goes out for a couple of games. Hopkins, he's out for the rest of the season. Do you think the Cardinals are in trouble? They dropped, what, two in a row now? Say I think Larry, it's been. Say Larry Fitz could be coming back. No. I mean, where's Larry? he been all year? He hasn't retired officially. You no. haven't seen anything where he said, I retired, he's been resting. I mean, they have A.J. Green. He's having a great year. They have A.J. Kirk, Green has 718 have, receiving yards. They have Christian Kirk. who's a, they, they have the, the, the what's the tight end from the Zach Eagles? Hurts. Oh, they have Hurts. I, I think they need – I think they need to run the ball more and just manage the clock, take time of possession. Because their, their run defense, I heard, is like 30th or almost close to dead last. You, you know I don't know about injuries. But you, but, but you yeah. know what's amazing? Every team, well, every good team has had this, except for, for some reason, Green Bay. You know, Kansas City, we thought they were dead. Best no, team in the league right now. Now yeah. they, they figured it out. Now we'll see. We'll see this week what Kansas City is because now they've been freaking decimated by COVID again. They're ranked number one. In the power rankings yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, you look at Dallas. Dallas start out the season fast, and then we went that bad November. We went like what two and five or two and three or whatever the heck we went in November, and now we turned mm-hmm. it back on again. We won three three in a row in a row. We haven't been home since Thanksgiving. You look at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is having issues with injuries, and you know they're struggling. They just lost to the Saints. You know, called it. Arizona, yeah. Arizona was flying high on the hog, man. They had everything wrapped up. Basically, the number one seed. They had a two game lead for the number one seed, and then look what—they lost two in a row. Now look where they're at. Yeah. You know, they might lose the West. They might become a wild card team. That's crazy. Murray, Murray is talented enough, I think, to get them wins just by scrambling around and making plays, similar to Lamar Jackson. Like that. By the way, Huntley for the Ravens. Not to sidetrack a little, he is. He's pretty talented. Too. I think Huntley is making a very good case for himself that he can go be a number one QB somewhere. Looks identical to Lamar Jackson. Like when you're watching it, it looks like Lamar Jackson is on the field. Mm-hmm. I think we said that last week on the podcast too. He showed that he can hang with the best. Played against a great Green Bay Packers team. Almost won that game. Obviously, they could kick the field goal and went overtime. But and by the way, Ty did call New it. Orleans this is for Ty. Come to Tampa, and shockingly. Wait, Shut out. What do you mean you called the you called that? The defending Super Bowl champs. He's playing Tom music Brady. right now where you can hear the Saints Nine announcers nothing. talking that the Saints win. 
last week on the podcast before we ended the <laughs> podcast i said saints beat bucks on my, that's my that was my hot take that was my upset of the week and i had full confidence that defense be when you have a defense like that i felt confident every time our defense was on the field they have they have tom brady's number they really they do. do they and, do and, you know it's amazing tom brady hasn't been what shut out since 2006 it's or 2006 it was 2003 then it was 2006 crazy that's, wow, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that was two of the top. That was two of the best defenses, and you saw it was nine nothing. You know, Taysom Hill made some very, very flashy plays in the first half, but that defense shut him down. Our defense shut down Brady. It, it was a defensive game, and our defense played better. I think Antonio Brown hurts them. Obviously, losing Godwin in that game. I, I, the Saints are talented defensively, but they did this against the Packers, and they did this against the Bucks. That's that's a dangerous team. Yeah, yeah, and we beat the Patriots. But uh, the commentators all night yeah. too were. I love what the commentators said. They said, you know, obviously, Mike Evans, Fournette, Godwin went out. But in the first half, even when all of them were in, we were still shutting them down. A team that has so mm-hmm. many injuries to begin with on our side too. But hey, seven and seven. <laughs> you know, we could finish ten and seven. We have three. You know, decently easy games. Yep. The Jets are on a hot streak, so maybe we could beat them at home. But. Um, we need to win out if we make the playoffs because we need the Vikings to lose once. I need the Eagles to lose once. That's the only way we're getting in because the Vikings hold a tiebreaker over us. Eagles hold a tiebreaker over us. So I need you to lose, Aaron. Come on now. Come on. I mean, you know who we play this weekend. The Vikings play the Rams this yeah. weekend, and I do not feel confident about that at I d- all. I do want to shout out to Cam Jordan, though, on the Saints, though. He got his 100th career sack, and I guess there's, there's no better feeling than, than sacking the GOAT, you know, Tom Brady. He got, I think he sacked him twice oh. that game. On the 100th? Oh. Yeah, on the 100th, That's man. memorabilia. On the 100th. Yo, you know, if you guys get that win, you know, the Packers play the Colts, who are hot right now. The Colts are tied in the NFL with 31 uh, turnovers. They're tied with the Dallas Cowboys from defense for 31 turnovers. For most? For most. So, you know, if they could shut down Green Bay, that would help the Cowboys for one. But, you know, that would be nice mm-hmm. because if they could just step on that toe of Aaron Rodgers, you guys play Aaron Rodgers coming up a couple weeks down the road. If he could be out with love in there, oh, my <laughs> God, that turns everything upside down. Uh, that I mean, they hurts definitely have that. chances, though. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm he ain't a... gonna, that, that toe will never die down. <laughs> that's a talking point the rest of the season. So. Yeah, I look at it like this. The way the Cowboys are sitting right now is the number two seed. We're either going to get the Vikings, the Saints, or the Eagles. Three good matchups. It's nothing Ooh. against Dallas, but right now I think Dallas is getting not necessarily cold, but not necessarily hot at the right, right time. I just don't think Dallas is as yeah, dominant that's... as they were in the first half of the season. I think they're beatable. I'm not saying the Saints would beat Dallas. I think Dallas would beat the Saints, but... And I totally disagree with yeah, you once again. I just yeah, but I, what's going on with offense though? I, I think everyone goes through slumps. I mean, you, you look at it. You're you're playing teams a second time. You're not going to show your full yeah. hand a second time. You, you know, um, no excuses. Everyone has injuries, but the, the Dallas Cowboys haven't had their full strength of an offensive line all season. We just got Connor Williams back because they benched him for how many weeks because he had a lot of holding penalties. <laughs> they ran behind Connor Williams seven times and averaged over six yards a carry. So Connor Williams is definitely not going anywhere again. We're getting Tyron Smith back, and not this week, probably next week against Arizona. So I, I think a lot of it has to do with Dak has been getting pressured. Dak has been getting hit. He's a little nervous. I think uh, yeah. some of the play calling is, is on. 
I don't know if it's on Kellen Moore or if Dak's checking out of it, but when it's third and eight and you're throwing a, a three-yard screen, um, I think that, that hurts you. Our defense is basically a top-five defense right now. We're playing strong. So Dallas yep. basically has won three games on the road. We had that slow stretch in November, but we won three games on the road. We're the best team as far as statistics go in the, the NFC. We're 8-1 and one against the, the, the conference. Uh you know, if we can tie Green Bay for the number one seed, we'll win the number one seed because of that. So I, I think Dallas is fine. I think just we got to get, you know, the whole 40-burger going again. You know, that's the thing that scares me. But we're still averaging over 25 points a game, which is still good. And, you know, right now yeah. I think we're averaging four turnovers a game the last three games. I mean, four games. We Our defense has really stepped up. So if we can put the whole package together, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Cowboys fan, if we go back to the offense we had the first seven games of the season – with the defense we have now, I don't see anyone beating us. I really don't. And I'm not saying that just to blow smoke up everyone's butt. I really think the Dallas Cowboys are would be the best team in the NFL. I mean, speaking of, speaking of players or coaches of the year, I guess Micah Parsons changing. They didn't I didn't I don't think anyone expected how much he'd play on the the line, but they're deep. They're so much deeper now that he's proven to be, you know, doing what he's doing too. And we're not and even Lawrence full strength back. yet. We're not even full strength yet. <laughs> who else is missing? We're missing Osa, who's coming back this week. We're who's missing Osa, Osa Zigadua, who plays the middle. We're missing Tristan Hill, who's coming back. I mean, we are we're playing great football. And now with Lawrence and Gregory back and Mika. Yep. I mean, we're nice getting Micah. so much pressure. We're our pro football uh, focus grades now for our linebackers and cornerbacks are going through the roof because now we're getting so much pressure up the middle. These quarterbacks don't have time to think. And that was our mm-hmm. biggest problem. If you rewind all of our podcasts, I said our weakest spot is the middle. We're not getting pressure up the middle. We're not stopping the run. We're not getting pressure. Now we're getting that pressure. So we need it. This is the biggest time of the year. We need it. And our true test is coming up in two weeks against Kyler Murray. We'll see exactly where we are. Yeah. And you play Washington, the Cardinals, and the end with the Eagles. I need you guys to beat the Eagles. Yeah. And, and I think yes. – and look, to be honest with you, if we're still have, if we have a chance for that number one seed going into that game against the Eagles, I guarantee oh, yeah, you all of our starters are playing. Yep. Because we want that bye. I would, and I, I think would. that's good, at, again, going back to momentum and, like, like, just motivation and all that. I think momentum would play huge and, you know, not rest the starters down the stretch if you, you so know, desire – I have this stat, and this is amazing because, you know what, the Cowboys' defense has been crap for freaking how many years? I have this stat that uh, it actually blew my mind because where the heck is it? The Cowboys are the first team since 2007. The Chargers did it last. They have a 10-sack player and a 10-interception player. It's only been done twice between this time and 2007. That's crazy. I mean, we've never had that. Really? We've never had a guy have that many sacks and that many interceptions on the same team. Let me ask something. Do you think Diggs has... Do you think Diggs' season is like that once-in-a-lifetime season? Well, that will never happen again for him? Like, do you think some of those picks just happen to go his way? Like, I think he has I'm not good take, hands. I'm not taking anything away from Diggs here. I no, think no. Diggs is a great defense player. But, like, hey. you look at how many interceptions he has in the year, and that almost looks like... That's one of those seasons that you have like the best season of your life, but you'll never get those stats again. Hey, I just you know had, I mean, I just had my interview the other day with that guy that interviewed me about the Dallas Cowboys, and he asked me a question. He said, "Is Diggs the best cornerback on your team?" And I honestly said, "No, I think Anthony Brown is." If you go off the Pro Football Focus grades, Anthony Brown's grades higher. Yeah, 
Diggs actually has given up yeah. more receiving yards than any other quarterback in the freaking league right now. I just think Diggs happens to be in the, he's the right spot corner. at the right time yeah. where he's having just that great season. He's got great hands. He's he tall. Does. and he he can, is, He's got he, great hops. He is He is a good corner. I think he's going to get better. Yeah. It's only his second year, but I, I think he's going to become a shutdown corner, yeah. but he's not right now. I wonder, especially being his brother, Stefan Diggs, receiver for the Bills. I wonder how much of an influence that had growing up. Oh, could that, you well, imagine? They sure had, could. I mean, they train all, to get, all the time together. Yeah, well, they actually have a great yeah, story. I'm pretty sure Stefan Diggs was like a father to him actually mm-hmm. growing up. But they do. They train on the offseason together. I mean, you have one of the top five wide receiver. Yeah. Why not go train with Hard, him every offseason? Yeah. Throw me five balls, mm-hmm. see if I can block at least two of them. And the thing is, is he got he, <laughs> he has great hands. And, and that's, that's what's yep. huge. He, he's got great closing speed. He's not a good cover corner, but he has got great closing mm-hmm. speed. And, and he has blown several routes. I mean, I agree. But that, I, I agree with you, too. Go. I think Dallas on paper is a great team. I think Dallas could be the number one team in the NFC. I just think they need to put together, like you said. I, I think that they're still putting up points. I think that it's just taking them a while to put up points, if that makes sense. You know, I don't know if it's the play call with Kellen Moore or if Dak it, is scared to throw, like you said. I just It doesn't look, to me personally, it doesn't look like Dallas in the first half. Like Dallas in the first half, you were seeing 30-yard plays. You know, Dak was throwing the ball he was letting it sling and i just you don't see that a lot right now believe me the tv hears me because i yell at it every freaking sunday yeah but and the problem is too is if you look at dak dak used to be one of the fastest quarterbacks as far as getting the ball out since he's come back from his calf injury and i don't know if he's overthinking routes or what and another status too is they're not blitzing dallas as much anymore they're daring us to run the ball and with that line we can't right now if you noticed, and wow. Mike McCarthy okay. mentioned this in one of the press conferences, they're dropping back in coverage, so Dak is going to have to make decisions and throw in the tight windows, which he really never has been good at that. Dak is better. At, his stats are better when he's blitzed. And mm-hmm. for some reason, he's putting too much thought into it. I mean, and just overall, I think we're having trouble. I mean, we're one of the worst teams right now in the red zone, oh, on, on the road. At home, we're over 70% scoring in the red zone. On the road, we're like 25 25 percent which yeah. is horrible that makes because sense. Yeah. in the nfl 20 percent of your points are outside the uh, the red zone 75 percent of your points come inside the red zone and we're not doing it come playoffs you if you're kicking field goals against teams like green bay tampa bay you're gonna you're not gonna win i agree mm-hmm. totally agree totally agree i don't know well i guess that means vikings right well, let's hear it Aaron. after let's all this hear it. Hey, Kirk Cousins <laughs> is the third best quarterback for a TD interception ratio in the That's NFL. Great. G- yes, give me some stats on him to kind of get me juiced up for this weekend. <laughs> well, Do you I have because there's r- another one too. I think the best TD interse- interception ratio right now is Rodgers, of course. I mean, Rodgers. Let's face it, Rodgers is going for a second MVP. I mean, after Brady's outcome yep. on last week, I think Rodgers has it, it sealed up, and Vegas agrees with that. Second mm-hmm. is Cousins. Cousins has, uh, I think he has what twenty nine touchdowns now and five interceptions, or twenty eight interceptions, uh, twenty eight touchdowns and five interceptions. Then you have Wentz. Wentz is the shocker because everyone wrote Wentz off. I mean, th- this guy has wow. twenty three touchdowns and five picks. Uh, you I think know, he only threw five passes last week. They gave the ball to Jonathan Taylor over twenty six yeah, times. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, both him and Cousins had something in common last week. That's, that's crazy. Sure. But one of the stats about Wentz is, is that they're zero and five when Wentz throws thirty five plus passes a game. They're zero and five. I so, think when you have a, when you have a playmaker like Jonathan Taylor, I think you feed him as much as you can, yeah. and only have Wentz throw. It's yeah. like, it's almost like I reference this all the time. It's like Tannehill and Henry. When Henry's healthy, you feed him, and then Tannehill throws a couple passes, scores a touchdown here and there. You get the job done. 
Cousins, don't get me wrong, he's played lights out this year. And I think this game against the Bears, I watched most of it. It came down to play calling. They gave the last quarter or the last like three or four possessions, we basically ran the ball all straight times outside of a couple penalties that backed us up where he, I think, threw it once out of like 12 possessions on the last three drives. One time he threw it. So they gave no respect to the Bears offense, which was kind of ironic because they got in field position a lot of the times moving the ball on our defense just turned it over i did so it's not like our defense played lights out i did see that so, that interception that kirk cousins threw where it looked like he just threw oh the ball up and i don't know if a receiver ran the wrong route or what but there was nobody in yeah. that area yeah oh chris he threw like a duck just like he looked sat like he punted back the ball. looked like he punted the ball yeah, the way he arched like his back to throw the ball, it just went like whoop, whoop, but nobody was there except for a uh, uh, safety. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's as weird. if he like just threw the ball up and said it's better than a punt. Let's That's just throw crazy. it all the way up there. But hey, Vikings won seventeen nine. Wasn't a nail biter like you know the past couple of games. You know, you got to sleep yes. a little bit. That, there was two Monday night games that night, actually. That was pretty interesting. And a Tuesday night, two yeah. Tuesday night games. And we have a Thursday night game tonight, yeah. uh, tomorrow. Now, how, now how and about two this? Games not, Saturday. To, not to get off topic with you guys real quick, but I saw that Darius Slay on the Eagles, he sent out a couple tweets, and, and Fletcher Cox was agreeing with him how he was like, this is stupid. We got to play on Tuesday. That means there's no day off this week. And people are like, man, it must really suck getting paid millions of dollars to go play football and not have a day off. <laughs> And I was like, it made me think about this. I'm like, man, like, don't get me wrong. I know your body is completely oh, ruined yeah. the day after football game, right? I know you put a lot of work into that. I know you do a lot of training, do a lot of lifting, do a lot of plays, blah, 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 blah. Bro, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You get a, you, you don't get, you get a whole off season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are American workers in this country that work Monday through Saturday, sometimes Monday through Sunday, nine-hour days, 10-hour days, that don't get paid millions of dollars. They're getting paid nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two dollars an hour, whatever it is. Like, bro, like all I'm saying if I was get, get, go ahead. The ones not getting paid a lot aren't saying much. Yeah, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like at that that stuff, I'd love to have someone on the podcast and have that let, let me hear their I want to hear what they do in their days so I can get a clear idea, so I can put my shoes let me be in their shoes for a second. Look, I I, I <clears throat> I'm kind of torn on it because they are paid a lot, but you know what? That's their profession. But my thing is, is I've never played football like that. So I can only imagine, especially on the offensive defensive line, going into a car wreck, every snap, a running back getting hammered, every freaking play quarterbacks, you know, receive. I just, I think the, the only ones that can't complain are the ones that are on the bench. Yeah. I, I I can see it, and, and and you know what? Maybe maybe the NFL should have had like three games Monday night. These teams that had to play like, you know, yesterday and and you know, I wouldn't say Monday, but yesterday's games especially. Maybe they play like three games Monday night next week. You know, you have give them guys a chance to rest a little bit. Could be good for the Saints, so the Eagles might lose now. Thanks to TikTok, though, I have gotten a little insight well, where like you'll Eagles have play the Giants. Well, you'll have uh, these NFL players, their wives will make TikTok accounts. And, like, I saw the one, the lady, she's married to the Pittsburgh linebacker. I forget what his name is. It starts with an S. Um, and it's like, this is what he does on game day, and this is what he does the day after. And he looks like he could barely move off the couch. You know, because as a linebacker, you're constantly running. Wow. You're constantly running to offensive linemen, tackling defensive players, yeah. tackling running backs, so I meant to say. So I get that, right? But at the same time, man, like, make it millions. If I was making millions of dollars, I'm not complaining. I know. I know. 
Don't get me wrong. I'd want a day off because I'm a little lazy. I would just be in the ice bath <laughs> right away. Right yeah. after the game, sit in that tank of ice. Just know you got to put harder work in this week. You know, you got to get coming up quicker. You got to work hard. Well, it's, it's like the inevitable. Why, no matter what, <clears throat> you're still going to have to play that game. So, yep. yeah, regardless but, of COVID outbreaks and anything <clears throat> like that, I think the NFL and the NFLPA, they've been proven they want to get these games and then not cancel anything. Oh, well, yeah, they're not going to test anyone basically anymore that's, that's already vaccinated. I mean... It, that's yeah, yeah. that's one of the things they're doing, and I mean, you look at today on Twitter. I mean, every seek, every tweet is like team after team after team after team is getting hit with this COVID. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Cole Beasley's out now. There's a bunch of players that are out. And- I saw, <clears throat> I saw a crazy stat today. Not to get into like vaccines or anything. Cause I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm not throwing it. I saw a crazy stat where it was like the NF, the, the I'm probably gonna botch the the stats here. The NBA, the NFL is 99% vaccinated. NBA was like 98. NHL was 97. And uh, there's like a 99% outbreak right now. Oh, yeah. The NHL shut down. And it's like, what is that showing us? Like, how, like, is it just, like, it's showing us, like, we, do we really know what's going on with these COVID? Like, the different variants and stuff. It's well, crazy. I, I think hockey is 99%. I think there's only one actual one player that is not vaccinated. That Patuzzi guy, whatever his name is. He's the only one that's not vaccinated in hockey. Crazy. And they're having an outbreak. And Canada is to the point where they basically they, they stop fans from coming to yeah, the games. I, saw that. I mean, that. they shut yep. it down. Yep. And now they're they're worried about players coming from the United States into Canada. Yep. So they're ready to just say, Screw it, season's done. I think a, I think a big I think, I think a big factor though is, you know, when you get into winter months, especially I feel I feel personally like the NFL I feel like sports got a little too comfy. Right, like it wasn't strict anymore, right? And you get to the winter where, like, typically a lot of sickness happens. And I think now they're being more strict, like, hey, you're going to stay in the hotel. There's no more going out. There's no more going in public. I think they were a little, a little lean, lenient with it, but that's crazy, man. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, well, Ace, but I, I think this is never going away. Yeah, it could be like the modern flu, I guess, as some people yeah. say, maybe just with worse symptoms, I guess. But, yeah, I I agree. And another thing, too, is just think how many kids are going back to school yep. like during this time, the fall time. The weather's crappy anyways. So these, these athletes have kids, parents, wives, yep. Yep. family, mm-hmm. whatever. And yep. so I'm sure, unfortunately, a lot of it. it like, for instance, Tyree Kill, I think, or some of the players, now that they're kind of testing sporadically and they're not testing the ones that are asymptomatic, I think he was one that actually like came to and said, hey, I'm not feeling the best. Yeah. And it was proven he ended up having it. So it's like, it's weird to see players come forward, but you also kind of respect it too, yeah, especially 100%. if they, you know. What's the new one called? The Omni Omni variant or Omni? Yeah. It, I have no clue. So that the, the, the only I, bright side about this is this new Omni one, right? It's like 110% more transmittable, right? But it's more of a cold this one this one the isn't headaches. as deadly as the other ones it's more it's just your nose and your throat it, has, it doesn't affect the okay. lungs and i think that's what you're seeing a lot of the nfl players and the athletes in this world get hit with because a lot of them are tweeting out you know they're fine the next day but you know, what, the next two days but what, yep, what does the yep. next one bring that yeah you know what i mean what is does, what does the next one bring i mean well does it get breathe, lighter die does it get lighter after this like have we had did we have the worst one then it gets lighter and lighter hopefully like who knows who what, knows which is what is crazy is how this thing keeps changing I think it's just going to be this mutating is, this into is, something. I think this is the new cold. This is the new flu. I think that this, like you said, I don't think this is ever going to go I away. I just hope it doesn't go to the point where, like, your eyeballs yeah. start bleeding and fall out of your head. <laughs> or, you know, your brain explodes, you know. it's it's. My thing is, is, like, what plague do we know of that 
they've actually gotten rid of and combated yep. it and got rid of it altogether. I mean, polio's still around. I mean, in some countries. I mean, maybe smallpox. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what? What? <laughs> this it's, is never going to be conquered. Hey, man, I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, so I'm just I'm just going to live my days. I mean, look at the flu. I mean, there's so many different varieties of the flu now, and you have yeah. to get the flu shot of you, <laughs> and you better have gotten yours. <laughs> but not yet. But I mean, I don't think I got mine either. The owner of my company at work. I mean, I don't know if I should be saying this oh, or yeah. not, but he 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 got it. You know, and he's vaccinated, and I was just around him on Monday. Yeah. Well, it doesn't stop the vaccination. Doesn't, doesn't stop you from getting it. Just it limits yeah, yeah. your uh, but your side effects. He's having symptoms that are like like the Delta variant one. This is like he's like having symptoms. Yeah, like that, that one's bad. Yeah. And you Ooh, know, Monday okay. was bad. Yesterday was worse, and today was even worse. And it's scary because you know you, you don't want to see anything happen bad to anybody. No. You know. But it's unfortunate. It's it's not it's not going away anytime soon. I mean, look at Texas A no. and M. They pulled out of the Gator Bowl, and they're not going to the Gator Bowl now. And oh yeah, if I was in the playoffs, I'd be like, yeah, we're done. I mean, basketball. The Sixers had a couple games canceled. I mean, it's it's just <sighs> unfortunately. I think the, as long as fans stay in the crowd, I don't want to go yeah. back to no fans, man. That was terrible. Yeah, but that that and not to get political. Yeah, that was so weird. Not to get political, but I, I seriously, honestly believe in my heart of heart that after Christmas, I think they're going to try to shut us down again. You look at some states, they're making it where you can't even go into restaurants again without proving you're vaccinated. You can't go into uh, gyms, bars, the whole nine yards, grocery shopping. Yeah. I mean, they're I taking not. away everyone's rights slowly, and I think well, this, this Boston, is away. Yeah, they just did I think it. Boston, yeah. too, except for athletes, everyone else has to have, oh, uh, shoot, I don't remember, the, the, the card or something. Yeah, And it's just it's just crazy that they're pushing this because new york was the first one to do this and nothing happened with it right there's still new york has a huge spike right now so clearly like it's it's like i just don't uh, think you can outrun this you know what i mean i think we could become a conspiracy show if you want oh i love that oh, oh i love that How Listen, this is all man-made and they keep sending new ones out <laughs> and changing it correct can, yes. We could start from there, the lab leak theory. Let's just start from there. <laughs> yeah. I not... just, you know what I think it is? I think those damn bugs that came over, those freaking, uh, I know you're talking what, about what are those, those Chinese, Chinese bugs, bugs that, that came over? The trees and stuff. I think they brought the oh, COVID. Oh, the, la- the la- 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 lantern, lantern flies. flies. They brought the oh, COVID. Yeah. Could you notice those damn bugs are gone now? They're gone. Yo, I see him. I see a. I see a couple. I, I see a couple in one spot in Allentown during the summertime. I never see those bugs anymore. Look, I thought I saw one had a little freaking camera on it. But I couldn't catch it. <laughs> anyway, back to sports. Uh, here's a question for both you guys, and I, we talked about this earlier. What would be a successful season for our remaining teams? Oh, it's easy for me. Um, since week what week five, ever since Jameis went down, Walmart stars went down. You know, it's easy to say we could have just lost every game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seven and seven. I told you guys last week that I predicted the season to finish nine and eight. But we beat Tampa. Um, I think if we finish nine and eight or ten and seven, with how many starters that we truly have lost this year, that's a win in my books. Even if we don't make playoffs, the fact that we were able to overcome um, just everything that was thrown at us and we didn't stop fighting, um, that's a win for me. I don't know about you guys, but I would love to go. To, I would love to go to playoffs. I'd love to go to playoffs and beat Dallas and go to the Super Bowl. But, you know, clearly I, in my heart I know that's not going to happen because we're missing so much and Taysom Hill is trying to throw a football with a middle finger that he cannot bend. So, hey, he did. He did. I'll give him credit, though. He slung that ball uh, the first half against the Bucks. He looked good, and then they shut him down, though. But What about you, Ace? What, I would, mean, a, what would a Minnesota Vikings I, 
outcome look like to you? Yeah, I'm very think, curious. I'm yeah, very curious about yours. I have a different viewpoint than Ty in terms of like because we on both sides of the ball we had talent going into the year, so I had pretty high expectations anyways yeah. out of the Vikings. But to see, I think overall the mistakes on defense, the mistakes on offense, the holding like just stupid penalties, the game management decisions, the I the first year head or the first year offensive coordinator, I think Kubiak, all of that just made for such a in at like just a up and down team all year that didn't play well. And to me, that's disappointing when you have a veteran laden team, regardless of like we had some new guys on the defensive line, but most of the guys there have been around for, you know, five plus years. So I don't I think I, I don't think this has been successful, I guess, is what I'm getting at, sadly. I'd love to see us make the playoffs. If we went nine and eight, ten and seven, similar to what Ty said and won a first round matchup, I I think I that hundred percent would be successful and happy with that. Would you be happy um, if you finished ten and seven? And Yeah. Yeah. Ten and Oh yeah, I'd be happy if they finished ten and seven because they to win three straight going against number one the Rams this week, then the Packers and then the Bears. I think that oh, end so of you're, season. You're telling would be me there's a crazy. really there's a really good chance that so, the Saints win out. You know, Minnesota might lose one or two. Yeah, I forgot we played the Packers. Gosh, the only thing the that the only thing <laughs> that scares me is the Dolphins because they're they've won six in a row, but we were playing them at home, and two has never played in the dome before besides college. So you know, got a good chance. Now, before I give you mine, let me ask you both this question. I mean, especially Minnesota. I mean, obviously the Saints have it; they have injuries with quarterback and stuff like that. But Minnesota, you guys were so close to being on the other spectrum of of having a winning season. Now, I mean, easily three or four of those games that you lost could be wins. What do you What do you want to see change that could put you over the hump for next year? Besides firing your coach, I mean, because you you guys are close. What are you missing to give you yeah. that that edge for next year? I mean, it could be coaching for him if you want to say coaching. A you, guard. You might have the right players. I mean, it could be yeah, an offensive I think we coordinator. Need offensive. I. Yeah, perhaps. I guess I, the game plan obviously is run the ball and you know play action and and that kind of thing. But yeah, I guess talent wise, I'd definitely say a guard or a tackle for sure. Like, oh, that's a good point. The Darisaw is a rookie, so Darisaw left tackle is a rookie. We'll see how he pans out. But he got bullied by Robert Quinn in the Bears game a handful of times and then of course when that happens he makes like a holding penalty or something else okay but him um, you give him a year in the weight room and yep. a year of off season he'll come back and be a different player hopefully yeah the right guard left guy I, I don't know we need a center too i think it is a lot of it our offensive line sadly now that i think about it more yeah because they've they've switched centers around like we had this bradbury dude they took him out at one point put in another guy then they switch so like I don't even think they're solidified there either. <laughs> Ty, what do you think about the Saints? Um, I think everybody would say quarterback, um, but I don't necessarily think quarterback. And I'm shocked I'm saying this, but I just think, say you draft a quarterback and you don't get receiver help, I think you're going to get the same results. I think you keep Callaway, you got Michael Thomas coming back, right? You go out in the draft or free agent, you get one or two if you can get at least one more good receiver to go with Michael Thomas and then get someone who's decent who can fill in the slot, I think if it's Taysom Hill, if it's Russell Wilson, if it's whoever they get, Jameis, Jameis comes back. I think you'll be fine. I mean, you, you look at Jameis. We were five and two with third string and fourth string wide receivers. 
barely putting up 200 yards a game. What does that tell you if there's Michael Thomas out there, healthy tight end, maybe number two and number three wide receiver? You know, that's a, that's a dangerous team with that defense. So my main focus is I want to see who they go and get after wide receiver. I want to see how great Michael Thomas comes great. back because I think when Michael Thomas is healthy, I truly believe he's a top 10 wide receiver in this league. I, how do you get with their salary cap, like you brought up before, Chris, and we talked about, how do you get a big name quarterback? Because Easy. the defense is getting like they're at a good peak now, but there's not many years left. But I Ty, feel like Ty and I talked about this downstairs. I mean, both Dallas and the saints are in trouble with salary cap next year. I think this Dallas is like 16 million over the cap right now. But the thing is, is signing bonuses. You, you, uh, you push, you, you, yeah. you take deals and you, you change the money and push the de- the years yeah. out. Um, you give pay cuts and then push money out. Although that could form dead cap money later on down the road. It's gonna, I mean, we did it with Romo for how many years? I mean, we just kept pushing money, pushing yeah. money, pushing money. And then it screws you later on down the road. So you don't really want to yep. do that too often. And you look at the Saints situation and you know, the Saints extend Taysom to this ridiculous contract that helps them out, right? They, they played it smart. Yeah. We signed already our offensive linemen that are young and our defensive cornerbacks, Marshawn Lattimore, some of our linebackers. We've extended them already. So uh, we're in cap hell right now, don't get me wrong, but they already did a lot of breakdowns where if you do a couple of these young guys who just sign big contracts, you turn that into sign-in bonus like he said. You do cut a couple of these veterans. Mm-hmm. You're under the cap like it's nothing. Mickey Loomis, RGM, I mean, look how bad this offseason was for the Saints. We were in cap hell, and he was able to get us down. We were able to sign all these people, give extensions out. So I think I have faith that he'll do it again. Well, the thing with Dallas is, and mm-hmm. I, I saw a breakdown, you 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 changed Demarcus Lawrence's contract. You changed Zeke. You changed Zach's, Dax a little bit. And uh, there was somebody else, and then next thing you know, uh, Zach Martin, next thing you know, you're like $15 million in the positive. So yeah. it's doable. Mm-hmm. It's when people but, don't agree. That's yeah. that's that's when you're in trouble. Yeah. If, if somebody doesn't want to sign a bonus or cut yep. a little bit of money. What about you, the though? You said what's, uh, <laughs> what's a happy season for you? What is uh, things you want your team to focus on? Realistically, I'd like to see my team go to the second round of the playoffs. I mean, we haven't seen that in forever and a day. But with this team here, the way it's built and, and, and what the future has for this team as far as losing players and coaches, I think this is our only shot. So I got to say NFC Championship or bust, to be honest with you. I agree. I, I would love to see Dallas get to the NFC Championship on the verge, on the verge of going to the Super Bowl. Because I think if you lose mm-hmm. Dan Quinn and you, you lose all the one-year players that we have, I, I think we go back to a – not mediocre team, but we're going to be a team that's going to be going in a direction that could be the wrong way again. So mm-hmm. I'd, wear me, da- I'd wear a Dallas jersey and cheer the Dallas Cowboys on if uh, my Saints get eliminated. Yeah. I mean, I personally would love to see it. I really would. I'm mean, 17. I, and I, I said this from the start of the season. I feel like it's the 90s, and I just think if our offense starts clicking again, look out. And I'm like I said, I'm not just, I'm not just saying that. I just think that uh, Green Bay has its issues. I mean, you, you, you take away Devontae Adams, what else do they really have? Nothing that scares you if you think about it. Yeah. My biggest fear was yeah. going to be Arizona. And, and don't count the Rams. I mean, the Rams have a great team. I mean, Stafford is the fastest kid to uh, 50,000 yards and passing. Cooper Cup is just amazing this yeah, year. Cooper Cup, we talked about that before we came on. His stats are just mind-blowing. <clears throat> but uh, all I'm saying— Playing, playing it, and look, and I heard this today. Ooh. I heard this today. This is, this is my scenario. Dallas Cowboys go in and play the team that has killed us in the playoffs for how many years? The Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field with 
Aaron Rodgers saying that this is the final run in Green Bay, and we go in there and beat their asses in Lambeau Field, <laughs> and we make the catch to go to the Super Bowl, that would be my storybook <laughs> ending right there. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be great. All I'm saying is if, the Dallas, if Dallas plays the Saints somehow in the first round of the playoffs, all I'm saying is I am packing my bags and I'm not watching the game here. There's too many, too many, <laughs> yeah, cow- too many Cowboys fans here. I will get outnumbered. I won't be able to clap. I'll be hearing all this chatter. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, it would be a horrible day in this house. It really would be. But hey, if, it goes the other if way. the Saints would win, though, you bet your bottom dollar I'd come in here flying my Saints flag. Yeah. Saints? God, Saints-Cowboys first round and then in the championship, let's say, you know, one of those teams would be the Packers. They face the Packers for the championship. Could, you, could you imagine somehow? Especially Cowboys. Could you imagine somehow the Saints and Dallas played to go to the Super Bowl? It would be could, crazy. Could you imagine that? I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. The thing about the playoffs that sucks is, is look what happens to Baltimore every year to go there. You know, teams just play different in the playoffs. You're playing the best of the best. Yeah. The cream rises to the top. I mean, Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl. Okay, another reason I think Coach of the Year, probably Matt LaFleur should be up there. Speaking of that, they got the new D coordinator, but their defense as well, and they signed some players. I got to step away for a second. I don't know if that – okay. Yeah, I don't know if that – I don't know if that necessarily leads to the Coach of the Year, but at the end of the day, they're getting wins. So, who knows? Kind of a weird (laughs) – Yep. Um, Sorry about that, guys. I just got a message that a family member passed away. Oh, wow. Oh. You want to end the podcast? Sorry to hear that. No. You sure? We'll keep going. We're at at 50 minutes. We can end it right now. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. All right. That's crazy. Last thing I want to talk about, uh, me personally, is I just think my underdog team of of the year right now that no one really is talking about is the Dolphins. I know they haven't had the the hardest schedule, but when you have a team that's one and seven, they go out win six in a row, and now they're seven and seven fighting for a wild card spot. I just think that team deserves some recognition, especially when Tua had to deal with all these rumors about how the Dolphins want Deshaun Watson. They don't know if Tua is their franchise quarterback. We might trade him. We might do this. We might do that. Blah, 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 blah. But now they're seven and seven. Tua's having a great year. The team's playing great. Defense is playing great. They're going to lose New Orleans, though, sadly, and that streak's going to end. We forgot about them, by the way, as coach of the year candidate. Oh, I mentioned them. The Dolphins. Oh, okay, good. And I wasn't paying <laughs> attention, clearly. Um, I agree with you. I don't know how a quarterback could play with that much outside pressure coming into him, especially when the owner's, like, rumored to have tried to get Deshaun Watson kind of at the last minute, but they can't settle on some of those cases. It's weird. Yep. I, yeah. Yeah. But Aaron, they're, you, you want a talented team. You want to hit us with your your quick? What is it? Quick six? What do we say? Oh, well, we got to do our power rankings then too. Do the yeah, do the power rankings quick so I can pull up the um, power rankings. Schedule. What do you guys want to talk about the power rankings? This is why I have as my top five and uh, all together. Talk about power rankings total. Okay, let's hear it. I have Green Bay as number one. They're eleven and three. Kansas City number two. Seven straight wins. I have Dallas. Number three at ten and four. The Rams, I actually have them in there as ten and four. And my fifth team, it, it could be it could be a multiple of teams. It could be the Colts. I mean, it could be mm-hmm. New England. It could be Tampa Bay. It could be Arizona. It could go a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, just fill the blank. My top five teams, I think number one obviously has to be the New Orleans Saints. I just think that they've been playing so well. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I agree. I agree. Number one in my book is, I think, Green Bay uh, Packers at this point. Number two would be Kansas City. I think we talked so much smack on Kansas City, and now they're just just killing it. I don't know what that noise was. But, um, oh, gosh, let me think here. 
gosh, there's a lot of good talent, right? Because New England Patriots, even though they did just lose. Ooh. Oh, man. So I got Green Bay Packers, Kansas City, um, Dallas Cowboys, the Rams, and the Bucks. That'd be my top five. Dang it. My first three are the same as his. I it's okay. Go it's okay. You don't got to change way. it. You don't got to change it. No, yeah, the, and then four and five, I, I still like the Bucks ahead of the Rams, but I'm going to also slide in the Colts. Ooh. I think, if, like, the Colts, yeah, Wentz got injured but he's all for the Eagles, but he's also been proven that he could at least lead a good team and kind of manage the game well. So if you can still continue to get that out of them, the Colts are dangerous. They have one of the best offensive lines anyway. One of the great defense, so, too, right now, currently. And it, Yeah. Um. Right, yeah, Ace. I think that was five, right? Yep. Take us away, Ace. Wait, we'll... wait, hold on. Are you sure? Are you on. sure? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, what? Uh, right now, Super Bowl odds right now, as far as Vegas goes, to win the Super Bowl. Kansas, Saints in there? Saints in there? Kansas oh, yes. City is number one at plus 475. The, the Packers are plus 500. The Bucks are plus 550. New England is plus 900. The Rams are plus 1,000. And the Dallas Cowboys round out the top six at plus 1,100. Remember that I picked the Patriots I'd to win the Super Bowl. I'd take the Cowboys. I know. Cowboys in eleven hundred. Remember, I said I, I didn't pick them to win. I just picked them to go to the Super Bowl if they beat the Bills. Was that two weeks ago when that snowy cold match? <laughs> and real, real quick, we'll go around the NFL just real, real quick, and then Ace will jump into you as far as your uh, your uh, quick six. Daniel Jones uh, out the rest of the year with an extreme. Yeah, Chris Godwin Co- out all year. COVID has decimated the NFL. Injuries are decimating the NFL. Peyton Manning is looking to buy into ownership of the Denver Broncos and leaving ESPN. Uh, high school Ooh. players are now benefiting from the NIL. Kids are getting four figures as sophomores in high school, which is absolutely crazy. We talked about Cooper Cup. He had nine receptions for 136 yards, two touchdowns last week. He is right now. No one's even talking about this guy. He has never. He hasn't dropped a pass of 20 plus yards since week five of 2016 or 2015. That year might be a little bit off. Wow. Right now, there are four players in the NFL that have 90-plus receiving yards in six consecutive games. Devontae Adams, Johnson, Tyler Lockett, and Debo Samuels. No one's talking about Cooper Cup, but he has done it now for 13 straight weeks. Wow. Woot, woot. <laughs> and that is your NFL around the news. Yeah. Um, all right, quick six, quick. I think the Jets beat the Jaguars, I think. The Jaguars are tanking, whether they admit it with the firing of Urban Meyer or not. Good call, good call. I like that one. <laughs> I, I can't. No, I can't pick the Rams. I was teeter tarring back and forth to the Rams Vikings. I can't even. I don't even want to touch that game. Oh man! I think the Bengals. Bengals beat the Ravens. I think the Ra- Ravens. Yes, Jackson's back, but I don't. Bengals offense and defensive lines are both good, and I again, I still think it starts from there. Um. Oh gosh, I'm bl- oh Colts. Colts is another one. I think they keep they stay hot and beat Cardinals. So they do beat I. Arizona at Arizona. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great because then yes. they fall to the wild card. Oh, even better. You're right because that would bust um bump the Cowboys up. Who are the Cowboys? Um, Packers. I'm gonna pick them again. Who are they I playing? Think that's packers play the browns they play the browns and then Just, i think they play what the colts in minnesota i don't know which hey order. don't don't shoot out the browns minnesota. though because baker's coming back and it's like a must win now at this point i don't know if baker's coming back this week okay okay well, i mean would he be out that long with covid oh yeah i don't think he's starting Ty this put, week really that'd I be interesting i don't think baker's back yet 
Wow. Okay. Um, Broncos at Raiders. I like the Broncos even even with um, with Teddy out. Teddy, yeah, Drew Locke. I just I like Drew Locke. Raiders are Raiders are just up and down. Yeah, they well. are. They really um, are. And you know what? Hey, Ty, I'll, I'll help you out. Dolphins, Saints, Saints, uh, Saints continue to win. Yes, I, they that's, do, that's Aaron. A tough yes, match they do. The, the just, Dolphins. just think. <laughs> next week we hit the heart of the bowl season. I can't oh, we wait. Didn't even talk about. Yeah, but that's coming up though. That'll be it next week's podcast. But before we go God. and we say Merry bum, Christmas bum, to each bum, other, bum, I want to play the bum, sounds bum. of the Dallas Cowboys Here and a go. true leader Here of a team. Go. It's about us. Was start was, fast and finish strong. Was that was that Drew Brees? No. It sounded Drew like Drew Brees. Ty, find some. Find some clips. Uh, Who that? Who that? Should, should I play the Minnesota Miracle again? No, would, let's would that, not. Would that lighten the mood? We already talked how that led to nothing. It's okay. But unfortunately, guys, <laughs> I have to uh, go take care of some yeah. family business. Uh, but I'd like to wish Aaron, you a very Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Ace. Thank you. Merry we'll, Christmas. We'll be seeing you after uh, after Christmas, so I hope Santa brings you everything that you need. <clears throat> Like that new Cowboys uh, T-shirt that you have to wear yet? (laughs) (laughs) Or the hat. The hat, one of the two. No, seriously, I wish everyone out there that listens a very Merry Christmas. We appreciate you guys listening to us. And uh, we hope you continue to listen to us. Another year down of the podcast. Uh, The podcast is getting better as we go. Is that three years now? Four years? I don't know. It's gone fast. I don't know. It's at least least three. I think it's at least three. But we'll be kicking off that ticker on the bottom that says everything goes with A and K. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to get that to load. Yeah, I put hey. some homework on my hey. ass. I like it. This podcast is not separating when I go to. I don't know why. You guys, I can't wait because I'm going to have my own. Co- you know what I'm going to do, guys? My background is going to be the beautiful skies. And you guys are going to be up there in the cold Minnesota snow shivering. Uh, and you're going to be like, wow, Ty, don't that looks me. beautiful. Because all I got to do is buy a little mixer. I can still edit all the podcast stuff. Guys, come on. I still will have the Zoom account. Let's go. Look, we'll, we'll be in. We'll be listening. TAK, we'll, baby. We'll be listening. We'll be saying, hey, Ty, are you there? Ty, <laughs> are, are you there? Goodbye. Waves are crashing up against the. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope everyone has a great Christmas. Happy Seriously. Hanukkah. I don't know if that ended or not. <laughs> have a great New Year's. Well, we'll do another one before New Year's probably. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, that kicks yeah. off this episode. Hope you guys enjoy it, and we will see you guys next time.